Well, I'm delighted to say that the coach is in. Yannick Picard joins me on the line. He helps GBTQ plus men uncover self-sabotage and turn it into self-mastery so that they can stop feeling guilty and live a happy and fulfilling life. He's a high-performance coach and also a mindset and confidence coach, and he has a saboteur assessment link that I want to ask him about. He joins me from Montreal. Good evening, Yannick. How are you? Good evening. I am doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for for having me on the show. That's awesome. I'm so glad you're doing well because, you know, it's a tough time of year for a lot of people. We expect it to be, you know, the most wonderful time of the year, and yet for so many people, it isn't necessarily. I'd, I'd really like to talk to you about the work that you do for uh, with helping GBTQ plus men. And for those listeners out there who don't know what GBTQ plus men stands for, if you wouldn't mind explaining that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's basically sort of like a shortened um, take on, on LGBTQ. So it's uh, gay, bisexual, um, trans, queer, uh, plus uh, men that are part of that that larger um, community. Okay, fantastic. And so, you know, this is something that um, a lot of people do. But um, you know, I was interested to see that the work you do involves um, people who self sabotage, um, especially in the GBTQ plus community. And, you know, so they, they may not even be aware. Is that, is that correct? That they are self-sabotaging their, their lives, their careers, their relationships. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, that actually is very, very fair to say. And a lot of the times they don't realize that being stuck is a form of self-sabotage and, and being stuck is, is a, a, a method of, of being safe, of, of staying safe even though um, the safety might not necessarily, like if you look at it from, from an outsider's point of view, you might not necessarily think that it's safe, but for all intents and purpose, whatever this person is, is going through at the moment, um, it is, it's their safety. It's, it's what's known versus the unknown, which is often what, um, where the fear comes from. Exactly. So is this something that they're, when you say they're stuck and I, and I've certainly uh, a been stuck myself and, and, and a lot of people <laughs> get stuck, they get stuck in their careers and their relationships. They don't know what to do. They're, they're faced with certain decisions. What are some of the things that the GBTQ plus community, uh, what are some of the more common things that, you know, where, where they're stuck? Well, you know what, oftentimes I don't necessarily think that there's, um, uh, an area that is is more prevalent, but I'll say that oftentimes, like relationships and friendships um, and work, tend to come up fairly frequently in that group. But I don't necessarily think that it's something that's specific to that community um, as um, as a whole. I just think that it's it's something that is um, is just as prevalent in um, mm-hmm. in all of society. And so this is a group of, of people that you work with um, in particular, yes. you, because you're, you're absolutely correct. As I said, I've been stuck. Everybody has been stuck. We can often see, you know, on the outside looking in and thinking, why don't they move? And, and why don't they get a new job? And why don't they get out of that relationship? You know, and, and we don't think of people being stuck. And, and I've learned something from you. Being stuck is feeling safe. I, di- I did not realize that at all, but that makes perfect sense. I was curious also about 
the guilt. Um, so when people are stuck, tell me, tell me about this feeling guilty um, when people are, are stuck or yeah. self-sabotage. How so, is that related? So sometimes what happens is like, for example, like feelings of guilt. It's like, oh, for example, I, um, I, I feel, I don't know, privileged. And so I feel guilt in, in going after sort of like a higher paying position, uh, a better position because of um, there's this um, feeling that um, being a tall poppy and, oh, I feel, I'd feel bad if I basically ended up being um, somebody who, who others around me might not necessarily um, be um, or continue to, to, to be uh, part, of, part of the group, right? And so oftentimes mm-hmm. guilt will, uh, will play a role in, um, in keeping that person in the same, the, 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 the stuckness, I guess, if I can, if I can use that as, a, uh, as an expression. So that, that is something that, that, will, that will play in there. And I mean, there's, there's other ways of, of looking at it, um, sort of like guilt or shame or, or whatnot, but that's definitely one of the things that, um, that comes up or, or maybe it's something where they, they don't feel that they, um, that they're up to the task. And so sometimes guilt will actually sort of like play a role in, in there. It's like, oh, they feel guilty because they felt that one of their colleagues might be better suited for the role. And so that plays in, um, in, in the equation. Very interesting. Now, do people think that they don't deserve it for one reason or another? Oh, oftentimes. Yeah. Like oftentimes, I mean, like if we take a look at relationships, oftentimes people will think that, Hey, you know what? I, like, I don't think that like, I'm that great. Mm-hmm. And so, so they'll sabotage the relationship because they have a, a deeply held belief that they're not worth it and so what they'll do is that they'll they'll find that person they'll connect with them everything will go well and then that at a subconscious level it's not gonna it's not gonna the equation's not gonna work out and like okay well wait a sec this person's treating me very well but i don't think that i'm worth it so self-sabotage kicks in and the person sort of like starts looking for evidence that, um, that it's true that, Hey, that Mm -hmm. they're not worth, that they're not worth it. So for example, um, the person that they've been dating, everything's going well for, for a period of time, they'll have to stay late at work one night. And maybe that'll just trigger a fear in the person saying, well, wait a sec, like this has never happened before. And then as a means of protection, they'll start asking questions. And so, and, and what that might do in, in the other person is, is remind them of a time where like maybe they had a, a previous ex that was controlling mm-hmm. and they'll identify that this, this new person is acting or they're seeing it in the same way as, well, that's kind of controlling. And so it'll just sort of like unravel where like at the, I would say it's sort of like the, the, um, the, the certain level is, is just like, like they're both like a, amazing people. It's just that a certain event came up and it sort of like triggered one person into remembering something from their past and then their way of being changed, which then triggered the other person, if that makes sense. And, and who's, I'm just not a hundred percent clear on who's actually doing the self-sabotage there or are both of them doing the same, the self-sabotage? Is that possible? 
Yeah, absolutely. They, in, in a lot of cases, um, they'll both be unaware that they're doing yeah. it um, and that they're basically sort of like, I don't want to say, uh, they're, they're, it's almost like they're playing off of one another at an unconscious level. Oh, interesting. And, and so self-sabotage is basically, um, if I could sum it up, uh, it's I'm not deserving of this. I'm really not good enough. They're going to find out who I am. I'm going to do things in the relationship to ruin it. Is that, <laughs> I mean, uh, none of this is intentional, things, of course. <laughs> right. But among, amongst other things, like, for example, like one of my big traits was I was an avoider. And so right. as opposed to, to ask questions or, um, or just get curious, I would just avoid having a conversation, for example, because the story that played out in my head is that, oh, well, if I ask too many questions, um, they'll think that like I'm nosy and it's none of my business and, and they'll just leave. So I'll just right. basically, I'll, I'll avoid and, um, and it'll just, it'll just fix itself. My guest is Yannick Picard. He helps GBTQ plus men uncover self-sabotage and turn it into self-mastery so they can stop feeling guilty and live a happy and fulfilled life. He's also a high performance coach and a mindset and confidence coach. Thanks so much for staying on the line. Yannick, it's a very interesting conversation. It's not just uh, for the GBTQ plus community. A lot of people self-sabotage in their relationships, in their careers, with their families, um, with their children. I mean, there's everything is about relationships and relationships are just so important. Um, and, you know, Yannick, thanks for staying on the line. It's so interesting that the self-sabotage is related to feeling guilty you talked a little bit about your own self-sabotaging ways, uh, being the avoider. Uh, I'm probably the over-asker. <laughs> Makes sense, right, as a radio person. <laughs> anyway, um, from positive intelligence, you have a, there is a, a saboteur assessment. Tell me a little bit about what that is and what the benefits are. Yeah, so it's a free assessment that uh, that anyone um, can do. So it's not like geared directly to a specific group. It's, it's anyone can take it. It takes about seven or eight minutes to complete, and you'll get the email. Uh, you'll get it, the results emailed to you usually within about ten to fifteen minutes, and you'll get the score out of like you, there's nine saboteurs, and so you'll get a, a grade on each of them, and you'll get a description for each and every one of them. And you'll, that's basically for me, that was the aha moment because I knew that I avoided things, for example, but I, I never fully understood like what it was about, um, how it came about and so on until I completed the assessment and I got the results. And that's really when the lights turned on. For me, it's, it's, I, I could no longer not see it. Right. And is that step one? That is that the awareness piece that doing that assessment? Yeah, that would be number one. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh yeah. So, so completing the assessment and getting the results and just, just reading through the results and the results will often list some of, well, actually, like a lot of, of the, um, the behaviors, some of the, the feelings, some of the emotions that come up that are attached with each of the, the, the nine saboteurs. Um, and, and so it's really just listen, going through the, the results and, and taking what the results basically 
are there. And, and just looking in your own life, like sort of like looking in your day to day, like the past week, the past month and seeing, wait a sec, mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, I noticed this behavior and now I have a name for it. And okay. So, so great. That's amazing. Now I, I know that, that I can do something about it. And what are some of the other saboteurs? You, you talked about avoiders such as yourself or yeah. for your former self. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yes. So there's the controller, for example. Um, there is the hyperachiever. There is um, the hypervigilant. There is the restless. There is the stickler, aka the perfectionist. Um, there's the victim. And so there's, there's a total of nine of them. And, and the great thing is that you will get, you'll get the, the report with a score for each of the nine saboteurs. And a short description about like, hey, it's like, what is a saboteur? Like, like, what is, how does it show up? What to look for? And, and, and this is something that I, I share with, with people who complete the, the assessment is that, you know, when you, um, when you, when you get the flu, the doctor will say, well, here's some of the symptoms of the flu. Well, it's the mm-hmm. same thing with the saboteur assessment results. It's like, here are some of the behaviors. You don't need to have all of the behaviors to have to, to basically be an avoider or um, be a, a stickler or a hyperachiever, for example. But as long as you tick off like 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 several of them, um, you're likely to basically have that saboteur or or have that saboteur basically show up from time to time in your day to day life. And what about the denier? <laughs> Who says I, I'm perfect? I guess that's the perfectionist, huh? So, so the denier basically is that's an interesting one because it, it's not a, a saboteur per se. But the question that that you or or I would ask is like, okay, so I mean, we all self sabotage to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. What makes you think that you don't? Like, and, right. and so like, what, what makes you think that, that you don't and what might be the benefit of, of you thinking that you don't self-sabotage? And, and, but I think there'd be a whole lot more benefits for people to admit their sabot their saboteurs, if you will, um, and, right. and get the help. And so that would be the next step. Well, first I want yeah, to ask exactly. you how... How do we take this saboteur assessment? Yeah, so if um, you can actually um, either visit my, my LinkedIn profile, um, Yannick Picard, or you, if you want to Google positive intelligence saboteur um, mm-hmm. assessment, it should normally be the number one um, or the number two result uh, in, the, um, in the search results. And then just go ahead and complete the saboteur assessment. It's, it's free and it only requires that you provide uh, an email address where mm-hmm. you will get your emails um, sent to you usually within about 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so that would be step one. And that's then step two, I guess it's very important to find out what the problem is before anybody can make changes. Yeah, no, exactly. The, the next thing that I, I often ask is like, okay, so now that you know, take a look and just see like, hey, is this coming up? And is this something that I can see is a detriment in my relationships? 
either with like with with my spouse, um, with my friends, uh, colleagues at work, is like is this showing up and is detrimental to my career? Um, mm-hmm. Is this detrimental? And just just like you know what, just take a look and see what's there. There's nothing wrong with having an avoider saboteur or having a controller saboteur. These are all adaptive behaviors and, and it doesn't mean anything about you. And that's what I think a lot of people sometimes think is that, oh, I don't want to get this label. It's, it's not a label. It's, it, we're not basically saying it's like, oh, it's like you are um, a controller. It's like, no, it's like there's a controller saboteur that's in you that gets, um, that, that gets awoken that's get, and hijacks you from time to time. And so take a look, see what's there. And then the question, again, is, is all about awareness that is there a negative impact? Is it impacting you now? Has it impacted you negatively in the past? Do you want to do something about it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the thing. Do you want to have better relationships and, as you say, lead a more fulfilling life? But do people get stuck there, too, that they're almost fearful that they don't think they deserve that wonderful life? Yeah, well, a lot of people just think that, hey, it's like, like, how, like, I'm not deserving of this. And so, so sometimes, like, we just get to unravel that in, in a conversation. And, and really sort of like get to the bottom of like, okay, so what, like, where does that belief come from? Because oftentimes, these beliefs aren't even, like, it's not even the person who I'm having the conversation with. It's a belief that something that they heard from their parents, or maybe their grandparents, or, or something that they, that they, experienced because they were with their best friend and their best friend experienced that. And so being kids or, or, or being young adolescents, um, they just don't have that discernment that is built the way that adults do. And so they mm-hmm. kind of like they're sponges, right? They like, we take that on like a sponge and we just like, Oh, it's like, it's, it's a liquid. So we'll just absorb it. And then we make it our own. Exactly. Exactly. It's fascinating, Yannick. I really appreciate you coming on the program and I wish we had more time, but thank you so much for all of this great information. We'll definitely get you back. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd be delighted to come back.